Hello, Queendom. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas Eve. Welcome to a very exciting Christmas episode of the New York City K-Pop Queens. I'm your co-host, Emily. And I'm your co-host, Charity. And it's Christmas time. Yay! My absolute favorite (laughs) time of the entire year. I like live for this. Well, it's Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve for us when the podcast will be released. For some of you, it will be Christmas Day. So we wanted to make sure to give you a fun Christmas segment. Don't worry. We've got you. It's the Christmas episode. But we're also going to get to some other K-pop related things. As always, new stuff was released this week. One of my favorite, favorite, favorites. My ultimate bacon released a song called Amusement Park. We're going to talk about the song and the music video. Jackson Wang did a really interesting collaboration with JJ Lin. We wanted to talk about Cry For Me by Twice. We mentioned it, but we haven't really reviewed it. So we're going to go ahead and give our thoughts on that song. The KBS Festival last week was fantastic. So many cool performances. We have to talk about it. Of course, we've got a fun quiz. We've got news to go over, our song of the week, and again, a super fun Christmas segment. So please look forward to that later in the show. Charity, it's Christmas. I know you're ready. I know you have everything done. Yes, I'm so happy. It's my favorite time of year, like I said. I I guess because it's always been so special. Like my family mm-hmm. makes it such a big deal. And obviously this year's a little different because, yeah. you know, of COVID, but we're still able to, you know, do some things together, which is really nice. But it's just my favorite. And I hope it's everyone's favorite too, because it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're in a good mood this week. I finally got into the spirit this week. You know, it kind of takes me, I put up my lights and I do all the Christmas stuff. But it's during baking and wrapping presents and listening to Christmas music that I start getting like, okay, yeah, I'm ready for this. So I'm there with you. I'm excited. And it's been a crazy year, but definitely a lot to look forward to and be grateful for on this Christmas. We have some poll results, but we're not going to talk about them until later in the show because they're relevant to different segments. So no poll results this week, but we want to say a huge thank you to the massive response for our NKQ awards. That was really fun for us to do. And we had a really, really great week. So thank you all so much. Thank you for participating in the fan voted awards. We didn't hear any pushback, which is shocking in the K-pop community. I thought people were going to come for us for so many different categories and everyone's been really supportive and excited. So that's fantastic. That's like, I guess you all agreed with us. Thank you, Queendom. And once again, thank you for voting. We have to give a shout out to the Secret Number fandom, especially representing Indonesia. You guys showed up for last week's episode. We saw you all listening and tuning in, retweeting the announcement of Secret Number, winning Rookie of the Year. So thank you so much. We appreciate you. Quick shout out to our friends in New York City, Kingman, Arizona, Spokane, Washington, Germany, we see you listening every single week. Shout out to all of you. Hi to our friend Marie in Germany. Hi, Marie. And Japan. Shout out to Japan. We've really picked up some amazing listeners in Japan that are listening every single week. We see you and we really appreciate you. It blows our mind that people from all over the world are tuning in to hear what we have to say about K-pop. It's so freaking cool. I'm, I'm so happy to be part of this community especially our little New York City K-pop 
Queens community, the Queendom. You guys are amazing. So thank you so much for listening every week. We love you. We appreciate you. And now I, I want to talk about my bay. I, I think it's time we talk about bacon. <laughs> I think so. <sighs> oh my goodness, you guys. As we talked last week, the news came out that Bacon was releasing a new song. It's called Amusement Park. It has been released, music video, single. Charity, what are your thoughts? I was curious how he was going to do this. I'm like, is it going to be like a cheesy kind of more juvenile thing sounding mm-hmm. because it's called Amusement Park? I really liked it. I think it was really – has like such a chill kind of coffeehouse vibe, which I really like. Yeah. I love yeah. the piano intro. I love that it just was like, ah, like let's just sit here and have some coffee and listen to Bacon sing to us. That's how I felt. What did you think? Yes. it's. I agree with you. It's mature. Yeah. Even though it's amusement park and there's kind of analogies to amusement park. He's the amusement park, the relationship, mm-hmm. the whole thing. It still doesn't come off as immature or cheesy. It's very, it's very sweet, very romantic and chill. And I agree with you, like coffee shop, his voice is so kind of, the tone is this syrupy, soulful, jazzy tone. Mm -hmm. And I loved what he did with the vocals in this song. I just thought it was so nice. Yeah, it's a very chill, relaxing, romantic, beautiful song. I love it. I think it's it's wonderful. And it's nice around this time of year when you're kind of cozy and inside. Mm-hmm. It really fits the vibe. I wasn't disappointed at all. Bacon knows what's up. He knows. Yeah. 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 Bacon. I mean, obviously he's perfect. We all know this. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. But I'm always blown away. Like, I know I'm partial but I'm blown away when I'm just really listening to the audio recording at his vocals. Like to me, there's just no question. He's one of the best ever K-pop vocalists. He's so good. And his styling, the way he phrases certain things, it's just talent. Bacon's just talent. And like that tone, you can't match other singers' tones. You can yeah. try, but like you have your own tone. My speaking voice has its own tone. Yours has a tone. Like you, you're born with a certain tone. His, I just love. It's so pleasing to the ear. I love the song. And I thought the music video was really nice. A very simple music video with like the live band behind him. It sounded like it was a live recording. You know, it felt like. I think it was because I said it was live. And, and it, when I was yeah. watching it, I was like, wait, yeah, a music video, but it looks like he's on, he's performing at right? like a show or something. And then when I read the description, I think mm-hmm. it was like live to tape, honestly, that's what it looked like. Yeah. No, I, I think you're right. I don't want to say that because I'm not 100% sure, but I think, yeah, that's what it feels like. And God, those vocals, like that boy doesn't need any vocal effects or auto-tune. He's yeah. so, so good. So smooth. I loved it. I, and the carousel in the background, it was it's just pretty. It's just a visually very pretty. It sounds pretty. He looks pretty. <laughs> yeah. I love the blonde hair. Like, he looks so handsome and cool. Obviously, I'm just a huge fan of his vibe. But I thought this was really nice. I didn't know what to expect. And it was really, really nice. Yeah, so, I was happy with it. Very much so. Yeah, yeah. Good job, Bacon. I want to play a clip just so everyone can hear. We haven't talked about a Bacon solo for a long time. So I want everyone to hear like that tone, that jazzy, cool vocal he does on this. 
벤치에 앉아 있을까요 아이스크림 같이 먹어요 초코와 바닐라 고민이 된다면 is so soulful. I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's just special. He's just, Bacon's a special talent. And I, selfishly, I'm hoping we get another album. I want another album. Yeah. I saw somewhere that this was just a special holiday release. So I'll take it. But I'm interested to see what he's going to do at his concert. The concert was finally announced, Sherry. <laughs> finally, all the hinting. <laughs> Well, he just kept telling us while well, I'm practicing for my concert. What? I ca- I felt like the worst fan. Like I was just missing something and everyone else knew when I didn't. No, that's what Bacon does. He likes to just, he spills the tea way before he's allowed to. <laughs> um, but it's called Light, which is also kind of cool because you had like D-Light was the name of the last mm-hmm. solo one, right? So, okay. Light seems to be a theme. I'm excited. I'm excited because he has two albums. You have all the UN Village. That album's amazing. Then you have Delight with Candy, Ghost, those songs. And then Amusement Park. So it'd be amazing if he was just like, and now I have a brand new album. Right. And performs all the songs. I don't know. I mean, that's a, for a solo act with one of these virtual concerts, it's going to be minimum an hour and a half. So I wonder, I'm just really excited to see what he does. If he does any covers, what I would love is if they trick us and like the first hour and a half is bacon and then EXO comes out and that surprise. That would be so good. Oh. I, I feel like they would promote that. Like, I don't think they would do it. Oh, surprise. for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish like they would. So there's no way they would want to get that oh publicity. Yes. I hope we get to see them all before Bacon has to go away. I don't want to talk about it. But I hope that we get some EXO content before then. I want to see all of them. They've been quiet now for a while. So I would love to see that. But I'm excited. It's a great way for the new year to start. That's January 3rd, Bacon's virtual COVID concert. It's going to be so good. Like, y'all know he's my aunt. I live and die (laughs) for him. And I cannot... (laughs) I cannot wait. Oh, sorry. My brain's all over the place. I get flustered talking about bacon. But City Lights was the name of his first album. I couldn't think of it for a second. So City Lights, Delight, the concert's called Light. Because bacon's just a bright light in the world. Like he just, he's just bringing light and joy and sunshine. (laughs) Um, He's just a a Christmas star up in the sky, which by the way, (laughs) I didn't get to see. We couldn't see the conjunction where I was or where Charity was. We were texting each other. It was just cloud. Yeah, it was too cloudy where I was. And we drove to a couple open areas, like open fields, in hopes that that would help, but it didn't. It's it not was meant so to be. cloudy. Yeah, no. Didn't get to see it. So we're extremely jealous of anyone who got to see that cool thing that happened yeah. on the 21st. 
Just a little side note. It reminded me because Bacon's a star. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Amusement Park was great. Loved it. Really, really well done. Nice vibe for winter and the holidays. So congratulations to Bacon. And we will definitely be tuning in on January 3rd to the light concert. But it's time to move on to some other new music from a man we've talked about quite a bit this year, Jackson Wang did a duet with a singer called J.J. Lin. It's a song in Chinese called Should Have Let Go. What did you think about it? Music video, song? Well, we all know I'm a sucker for a real soulful ballad. And Mm -hmm. oh my goodness, their voices were so beautiful, so smooth, so emotional. Yeah. Oh my God. Like you could feel the emotion from both of them. And I love for sure. I love that Jackson's such an amazing rapper, but I honestly love when he sings because he sings with such feeling and the color of his voice is so yes. Oh my goodness. But you still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on it, it only takes structure. And, and you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah, know what I mean. So, do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? You mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying. Oh, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah, yeah. Damn, me, me, We all artists, man. We go. You feel me? We gonna have this like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. This I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I gotta don't play with it. Play with it. No. Take that shit serious. I completely agree. I completely agree. I think we just talked about tone. He has such yes. a interesting voice mm-hmm. and tone, and he's got that really sexy, cool rasp. Oh my god, yes, that comes out. It's. <laughs> It's really interesting. Every time I hear him sing, I'm like, we need more of this. Yeah. We And he does get to sing in Got 7 at times. Yeah. But I do feel like it's an interesting thing with Jackson. Most of the time with boy bands, guy groups, when someone goes solo, you think, well, that makes sense because he's the lead singer. You know, like, I'm just thinking about like NSYNC yeah. and Justin Timberlake yep. or think about One Direction. Mm-hmm. Of course, Zane's got to have a solo career and so is Harry Styles. With God 7 they're all so talented that Jackson blends in. Not that he's in the background, but I'm never like, this is the standout compared to the other guys. Yeah. Like they're so, they complement each other so well. For me, there haven't been those thoughts. And then when he's a solo artist, boy, does he shine. Yeah. So it's just really interesting to me that he's able to blend so well with a group and then do something completely different as a solo artist. That's kind of a testament to who he is and where his talent is. He kind of saw that they were two different avenues. He can be this guy in Got7 mm-hmm. and be this guy as a solo artist. That's so cool. Yeah. What did you think of the video? <gasps> Dramatic. I am you here for it. the drama. <laughs> you bring me those tears in the rain. It was such a like... A sad music video. Dramatic lost love, check. Rain, check. Crying, check. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Oh, perfect. Oh, you're telling this whole story about this great love and how this girl was so wonderful. Mm. Screwed it up. Wishing you could turn back time. Mm. I read an article where they talked about 
how the, you know JJ and him talked about their experiences, and I guess the song is and the video is basically from their past experiences where Jackson fell out of love with one of his girlfriends <gasps> while JJ experienced mm. an unreturned love. So they Yes. Yeah, yes. That's yes. what the video was. And the song was based on their personal yes. experiences, which I love. You could totally see that. Oh. The painful falling out of love and the unrequited love. Yeah. Which a lot of us have been on both sides of that. Sucks. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I also thought JJ was really interesting. This was kind of my introduction to him. Thanks. And his voice was so different. It was really nice how different their voices were and then the way that they were able to harmonize and come together. It was really well done. Jackson's on fire right now. He's killing it. Yeah. He really is. He's putting out great material. But I just thought... The song was really pretty. The music video was very dramatic and told a story. Mm -hmm. We saw two stories throughout the video that were both very impactful. It was really well done. Yeah, I like it. You know, it's another hit for Jackson. I really, really like it. Good for him. Let's move on to Twice. Our girls Twice, you know, they won Female Group of the Year in our awards last week. We're definitely big fans. They've had an amazing year. And before the year ended, they decided to release a song that wasn't put on their last album. They performed it at Mama. We talked about it, but we just wanted to kind of give an official, let's talk about Cry For Me, because they officially released it as a single. What are your thoughts on the song now that we've heard it kind of as a single, you're listening to it by itself without a performance? Let's break down the song. I like it, but it's not my favorite one of theirs. And I feel like it doesn't really have an identity, if that makes any sense. It's a little too all over the place for me. Like it goes really Mm. slow and really fast. Like the tempo changes a lot. And Mm -hmm. then it can work sometimes, but I just didn't think it worked with this song. And then I couldn't help, but every time I listen to the song, it sounds like Cat Stevens' song, Wild World. And the chorus, like exactly like that song. (laughs) Ooh, baby, it's a wild world. Yeah. Yeah. That's completely like, there's no way to hide it because that's, it was sampled, which is fine. But, and I know that the songwriters are American. So clearly they got inspiration. We'll call it that. (laughs) Yes. Yes. No, I hear it too. There's one part where they go high instead of going low, Mm -hmm. but the rest of the melody is so similar to the chorus Mm -hmm. from that Cat Stevens song. It's hard not to notice it. And I agree with you. It's funny because when I saw them perform it at Mama, I loved it. And I think it was because of the the performance. I loved the choreography and the way that they sold this song. It was just beautiful. But when I'm just listening to it and not watching them, I agree with you. I think one of the cool things about K-pop is you can blend so many different styles and you can change the tempo so many times in a song and it magically works. This one, it sounded like an American producer did it. It was very chopped up into segments without without that kind of traditional K-pop styling of blending it. That's exactly. It was just like- Nailed it. Right. That's what it sounds like. It's very, okay, fast, this, 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 high pitch. Now we're going low into Cat Stevens. Now we're going back to a dance song. Now we're going to do this. And it doesn't have the blend that my ears kind of crave. I need a little bit more of like, again, that's what's so cool about K-pop. 
you can blend so many styles in one song and it's, it's amazing. And sometimes it does feel chaotic and you're going, oh my goodness, WTF, like there's so much going on. But when done well, it's the best thing in the world. You know, it's so cool. This just needed, I think, a little more K-pop refinement. Yeah, I think the people that wrote it have been doing a lot of K-pop writing songs for K-pop. And I think that, like you said, they're treating it like a formula. Like a lot of them do for American music. Yes. But K-pop is not like that. It doesn't exactly, and that's why we like K-pop. Like we like K-pop. I think it brings into the larger picture. You know, with K-pop growing and becoming so popular, other Americans and other people are going to try to get in on the action, and they're going to ruin it. And I don't want them to do that. I. That's it. (laughs) That's it. You can't fine, but like you can't ruin the song. Like yeah, I loved the song that Dua Lipa did for them. Yes, that behind the mask. Mm -hmm. That was great. Like it's possible, but Highs was on that too and worked with Korean producers. This one sounded very, very, very American without, again, the refinement. I think the production quality of K-pop songs is just far and away the best period. Like it's so, so, so good what they do and how they meld together everything. It's just on another level. I'd rather have that than saying Ryan Tedder wrote this song. Yeah. He's a great songwriter. I'm a huge, huge fan. But it just, it doesn't totally work. And I don't want what makes like K-pop so wonderful to be lost in the fold of everyone going Western. It's going to be interesting to see what happens next year because that's clearly what's going to happen. That's the trend. I mean, BTS is probably going to win a Grammy. Let's be honest. Like, they better. Oh, I know. It's a whole different world now. Like the music industry has changed so much and the rest of the world can't push K-pop out. Mm-hmm. Great in some ways, but in some ways, oh no, please don't let the American music industry ruin this. Like I do not. <laughs> please, please, please. No, I, I don't want American like rappers featured no, on every song. No, let's, <laughs> let's not. Yeah. I mean, we've had some that were better than others, like French Montana, Monsex. There's some that work at some that don't. But like, let's not go too far that direction. Let's just Yeah, we we love K-pop. I want K-pop to stay K-pop. You can evolve, you can grow, you can change your style. But when it comes to the sound of the production, I don't want that changed. Love Twice though. Absolutely love them. They've had a phenomenal year, but I would say I can see why this wasn't on the album. Mm -hmm. And we gave that album rave reviews. Like that was such a game changer for twice. I can see why this was kind of left off. It didn't really fit either. It doesn't fit. Yeah. Just a random song. So, I mean, cheers to them for trying new things and working with different songwriters and producers. I get what they're doing and don't blame them at all. It just isn't my... Not my favorite. Not my favorite. Yeah, same. Not awful, but eh. But let's move on to some favorites. Yeah. <laughs> no shade to twice. We love them. Just wasn't our vibe. But so last week was the KBS Festival. They gave out awards, but it's more of like a year-end celebration. It's not labeled as like a traditional end-of-year, mm-hmm. you know, K-pop music awards show, like a lot of the ones we've talked about. Maybe that's why, but... What the heck, Charity? These performances, it was everything. Everything (laughs) Everything we wanted to see. (laughs) 
oh my god it's like then they're gonna do this song from five years ago then all these guys are gonna be on stage together and collaborate and then, then this is gonna happen I was just like because I, I will be honest with you me too. We talked about it last week. You know, there's a little bit of award show fatigue. And we were saying if we could have performers, if we actually put the NKQ awards on like a real award show and had performances, one of the stipulations would be you can't do the songs you've done on every other award show. Bring us something else. It's like KBS told them that you have to do something <laughs> yeah. else because they all showed up with covers of other songs. Just like, so it was cool. just my favorite thing, I think. I was so freaking happy. Let's get to the big group first. BTS, amazing performance. We've seen them do this performance of Dynamite and Life Goes On, and they've been killing it. But what I died for was I Need You in like their yes. original costume. Yes. Oh my God. First off, that song is one of my favorite songs. Same. Same. Oh, the Same. angst, the emotionalness. Oh, yes, please. It's why I fell for them. When I started watching their videos, I'm like, what is, y'all, we have talked about this to death. I'm right. sorry. But when I watched, when I watched that video and I'm like, is that guy taking pills? Is that guy right. killing himself? Know, right? That guy's kill- like, what is happening? This is oh. so dark. The, the song, when they scream, I hate you. I was like, yeah. ooh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> there is some angst with these kids and I like it. I love the song. I thought it was such a nice nod to kind of their first show win mm-hmm. was for I Need You. And here they are Grammy nominated. Really cool. I, I loved that. Obviously the highlight of the entire thing for me, the biggest highlight, it's going to be Stray Kids. If you're a loyal listener, you know how much we love Stray Kids. But Stray Kids, they're attacking everyone right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're on the same wavelength with them. Like they're, they're the one group that I'm not sitting here. Like if I was a and this project, I would do no, this differently. I would, I would do this differently. Yeah. I watch them and I'm like, yeah, your team's knocking it out of the park. So Stray Kids open their set doing a BTS cover, which right there, that's bold as like bold anything. Right? Yeah. How bold can you be? You're like, well, now we're going to do BTS. Watch this. That's scary. And they they didn't do an easy, not that there's an easy one, but they took on like the hardest, in my opinion, choreography. Yeah. They did Dionysus, which BTS fans, we all know that choreography is insane. They had to change it after the first couple of weeks because the one move was so dangerous and crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's just a very powerful, dynamic song. So it's kind of like a really bold song from BTS. It, it's not... A middle of the road one or or really traditional k-pop that song was really when it came out in your face yeah and stray kids come out <laughs> and do it they open their set doing that and i thought wow are they throwing a gauntlet down right? of like they're the real deal people watch this and they just killed it they absolutely killed it and what i love is it's so easy when you do a cover to change it to fit you better. That's what a lot of artists do. They'll say, I wanted to do my own version. No, it's because she couldn't hit that note. It's because she doesn't sound as good when she does it that way. Most artists always use the excuse, we wanted to make it ours. No, you couldn't do the original. So whatever. Most people want to hear the original song, not your version. I digress. (laughs) Um, Anyways, Stray Kids didn't do that. They said they wanted to show respect to BTS 
and do it like that way. Chan, the next day in Chan's room, just said, you know, BTS are so amazing and outstanding. And we were really nervous and wanted to do a good job and do the performance the best we could. And they did. Kudos to them. They killed it. They killed it. It was so great. They did little subtle things as almost like a sign of respect to BTS. You know, they had seven chairs instead of eight. It was very much like the original set, the original kind of stage that BTS have done when they do that song. So I thought it was really amazing. Even similar costumes, all the white. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those were the costumes. Yeah. 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 They did a great job. And again, I just thought that was such a statement, though, that like, we're not only going to do BTS song, we're going to do this one. They're not afraid. They are letting everyone know <gasps> they're not afraid. Stray kids are coming for the industry. Like, watch out. And I, I was just so proud. I thought that that blew me away. And then they went into that awesome performance of God's Menu. Mm-hmm. We've got pots and pans this time. They're not stopping. <laughs> they're- Come make me dinner, too. please. I know. They took that whole kitchen concept and found a way to make really great choreography oh, with props. So much fun. <laughs> And then another Stray Kids thing, and this was also, this is kind of tied for the highlight for me, because six of our absolute favorite K-pop guys, rappers, performers from our favorite groups were all on stage at the same time. Oh my God. So it starts with Mark and Taeyong from NCT, and then it went into Chan and Changbin from Stray Kids, and then I Am and Jew Honey from Monsta X, and it was like a really fun rap battle where the main rappers from these three groups got on stage, kind of did a battle rap and showed you who they are and what they can do. I felt like it was a really great representation of that. They all kind of nailed where they are in their career and who they are. What did you think? They have such different styles that it was really hard for me to pick who I liked the best, honestly. I thought it would be very clear winner. And as I watch it a couple times and I'm like, no, I'm like, because their styles are so different. You can't, you can't really compare them because they're not doing the same thing. Like their phrasing's different, their tone's different, their speed, everything. Like it's just totally one's aggressive, one's smooth, one's like more like laid back and sexy. It just, I can't decide. I really can't. (laughs) Oh, for sure. I I don't think it's easy to say, well, these are the clear winners because they're all really 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 strong i thought nct started it and i thought they came out showcasing themselves like they really did a great job showing us who they are Mm -hmm. like the set and everything like ufc fighting i'm like okay and they're sexy and they're cool and they're kind of badass and they're in your face but there were so many moments where taeyang was doing like a little move to remind you like this guy's the leader and he's like the best looking dude, like mm-hmm. so, so handsome, so charismatic. And then the other rapper, Mark, Mark is such a great rapper. Oh my goodness. Yeah. He's so quick. He's so quick. And his breath control is insane. So I felt like they brought like who they both are and what they bring into the table, the energy of NCT perfectly. And then when Changbin and Chan strutted in, talk about who they are and what they bring to the table so Changman chan like kick a door down and just come on in like <laughs> what's up they looked so confident so cocky and again you have two different styles of rappers in the same group mm-hmm. so Changbin is so aggressive and just kills like ciphers and battle raps like this he's so freaking good and then chan has more of 
what I would call a little bit more of an American style with his rap. When he said Stray Kids world domination, like the whole thing, don't you know who we are, this generation, (laughs) Stray Kids world domination. And I didn't realize till after what the lyrics were, uh, the non-English parts, you know, you look it up. And when he started out and started it, he used every single knock that kind of antis and haters have been saying about them. Really smart. Really smart. I thought that they came in like, we're the young kids. We're the young ones. And we're here to take over. And we're not scared. So cool. So cool. Yeah, exactly. Chip on the shoulder, something to prove. Look at us. You all should be scared. They had that young energy, even with the spray paint at the end. I thought that was really cool. Then you transition to the older guys on the block. Mm -hmm. They're in suits. They're looking very mature and sexy. They have nothing to prove. Nothing. Uh, (laughs) That's how they act. Jew Honey honey and I am stood there just like, all right, let's do this. (laughs) They Such a different vibe, but it worked. They're so good. And I think Jew Honey always stands out to me. He's one of the best rappers in K-pop without Mm -hmm. question. I am matches him so well with a little bit different style, but still really matches him. And they always come up really hard. So it's fun to see them when they do a more laid back and it still has the intensity. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I thought it was so cool. Seeing all of them together, it was just like, oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Whoever produced this, that is exactly what we wanted to Seriously, see. Seriously, so I mean, great. I have a, a real soft spot for the rap lines and groups in general. But oh my goodness, this is so many of my favorites. Just right, it was like amazing, amazing. We had a couple of our biases up there too. Uh We sure did. My bias, my bias, (laughs) my bias. Awesome, really well done. That was so much fun to watch, and I think they all again just did a really good showing. They didn't embarrass themselves. Like they're legit rappers. These aren't just K-pop, you know, pretty boys. What about Twice? Twice's performance was, it was amazing. And I want to say, I want to almost apologize that we haven't given enough credit to Jihil. I know we've mentioned her and she stands out to us sometimes, but she's the leader and she's a star. Her Mm -hmm. vocals, that vocal at the beginning to open their set and her doing, I can't stop me. (gasps) Right. Gorgeous. Oh my God, the talent girl. I was blown away. And all of these performances felt like what should have been the mama performances. They were exceptional. Yes. Like they all just felt like, okay, we're going to do something different. We're going to start it acapella with her. We're going to do our song from 2015. We're going to do this. I felt like these were all the performances I wanted to see throughout award show season. I mean, it was just amazing. I feel like it might be because it's a little less pressure because it's yes. not some big hyped up award. It's just kind of like a a festival it's the end of the year it's kind of toward the the tail end of award season I think it's the last award show right yep so no I think they still have like golden disc oh right okay the soul awards but you're right it's a year-end festival it's like where they can have fun and they probably don't have the restrictions Mm -hmm. maybe it was just so good there were a lot of really good covers where they do they handpick members from different groups and they get to do covers the ladies did one of theirs was Boss by NCT. Yes. My girl Rujin oh my freaking killed it. She killed the choreography. And then the boys that covered Hard Carry by Got Seven. Amazing. So, so cool. Good. Oh my goodness. Obviously, it's amazing to see Hyunjin. He was like 
Hunjin was serving. I think he heard that he won our It Boy of the Year. And he <laughs> right? was just, he was, wow, was he serving. Oh. Uh, and Shitaro, I, Shitaro I is like oh. the cutest. I look at Shitaro like an adorable little brother. I just root for that kid yeah. so hard. He's so cute. He's so likable. You can tell he's always just like so happy to be on stage doing what he loves. It comes through. I thought that was fun. Another thing that I loved was Jackson. Jackson Wang, he came in during Jesse's set. It was such a vibe. Like this is for me, this is what I want to see more of. This type of idle interaction with the yeah. opposite sex. Like Flirty I love and fun. Yes. yes. Doing the choreography together and just having fun. It's so attractive and cool. And again, Jackson's voice when they started singing together. I, was yes. like, I, I did a double take. Uh, Amazing. And her choreography is pretty iconic from that song. And it was really cool to see them do it together. Yeah. I thought that was just like, it was so much fun. And I just want to see more of that. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I'm not going to get into the whole thing of why they don't and idle dating and all of, but we're human. We have friends of the opposite sex. Right. It's fun to perform. Like, let's get more of that. It was really, really fun and refreshing to see. So shout out to everyone that performed at KBS. Did I miss anything? Sorry, I'm just kind of spouting the ones that I Well, I do want to liked. mention uh, Professor Young during the NCT performance. <gasps> Girl. We need to talk about that because I was like, well, if he was my professor, I would get straight A's. <laughs> Oh my god! I wouldn't. I no. I girl, would. I would not I get straight A's. Stacking up all the time. Teachers. I pet. would get. Nope. I would get F's. I would get F's. I'm troubled. I need extra help and extra tutoring. Oh, smart. Clearly, I don't get it. I don't get anything, and I'm really struggling. Trust. Oh my oh, god! You win that. Like one. he looked, but not. <laughs> hello, I'm not. I'm not sucking up. I'm, like, I'm the I'm dumb kid that needs extra like, help. No, 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 yeah. no, charity. No, no. We do no. Here's how you play it. You're the dumb kid, and you're really struggling. You need help. Um, <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're no. sidetracked a little bit. <laughs> well, it's true. If you didn't see oh. it, they did kind of a whole class theme. So obviously, the leader, he starts off. And he's in like a professor outfit. And I thought it was cool, the interaction between him and Sun Chan, mm -hmm. the new young guy, who's also a great rapper. Boy, is he holding his own with that group. It was great. And I like, I loved the, how it went into Misfit because that song is <laughs> yeah. everything. Just watching them all dance and have fun. Again, like that's what I wanted to see at all the award shows. It just felt fun, not so serious. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we got so much more of all their personalities. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot about that. My man Taeyong. <laughs> Taeyong's really been bringing a lot to the table he recently. Has. He really has. He just looks phenomenal. He's wearing the hair that I love. <laughs> he's doing really cute V-lives. Like, he's just... <sighs> Taeyong's just always there. Can't forget him. <laughs> but yeah, he looked very cool. Very cool performance. KBS, thank you. You did what we would do. If we have the power one day, you guys, we're going to give you the best freaking performances right. ever. Like, imagine if we, can you imagine, Charity, if we got to dictate one my, of these? Lose my mind. <laughs> well, it would be the best. And everyone would be like, that's amazing. I love that collaboration. It'd be so good. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that would be good. 
talk until about then, you know what I would do, then um, I would make them get into our ultimate K-pop. Obviously, group. yes. Oh my god, obviously. That would be that would be the biggest <laughs> collaboration. Like, well, this is what we're going to do today. <laughs> Just for what special performance? You guys are all in a group together. You're doing this song. We're going to wear these outfits. Hello, obviously. <laughs> Like KBS gets us. That's what um, they're doing. They're like, you guys are gonna yeah. do hard carry by Got Seven. We want it to be you for yes. Uh, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> Seriously, shout out to them for reading our minds. We will collaborate with you next time if you'd like, because I think I we're like all on yes. the same page. We have some ideas. <laughs> this could be a great creative collaboration <laughs> with the New York City K-pop queens. We're on board. <laughs> Let us know if you need us next year. We will be there. Oh my goodness. It's a huge shout out to that awesome, awesome way to kind of end the week last week. That was on Friday, I believe. Uh, I just went into my weekend with joy and happiness. Like this K-pop stuff, it's like a shot of happiness for me. So thank you guys. But without further ado, Charity, it's Christmas. It's time for our Christmas segment. Ooh, that sounds like Santa might be on his way, Emily. (laughs) I love the bells. I love Christmas bells so much. It's our K-pop Christmas segment. New York City K-pop queens. We both love Christmas. We've talked about it. Charity's the queen of Christmas over here. We thought it would be fun to talk about our favorite K-pop Christmas content. You know, a lot of these groups put out albums and songs. They do V-lives and Christmas specials. So... It's time for us to tell you our thoughts and our reviews on our favorite K-pop Christmas stuff. Yes, yes, yes. All my favorite things. These are my favorite things. (laughs) Charity's into it, guys. Watch out. Like We've been a little off topic and giddy. Just wait. It's going to pop off right now. It's Sorry in advance, everyone. Like, I live for Christmas and K-pop Christmas. Like, oh, I'm losing my mind. Yeah. Yeah, This (laughs) might be Charity's favorite segment we've ever done. (laughs) I'm over there last week flipping out about awards because I like award shows, (laughs) which is way weirder. Like a Christmas. Pretty, pretty cool. Okay. Let's talk about our favorite K-pop Christmas albums. Which albums do you listen to? What have you been listening to while you're baking and wrapping gifts and all that fun stuff. So hands down, my favorite album is Miracles in December by EXO. <gasps> yes. It is all my favorite things. It is soulful. It is Christmassy. It is their beautiful voices. It is R&B. It is everything yes. that I need in my life for a Christmas album. That's and so many good songs. Mm-hmm. Like that album is just full. I'm going to have to agree with you. There are other really good albums, like Girls' Generation put out one, Dear Santa. That's a great album. There's other albums I really do like, and I've been listening to a lot of the songs, but that EXO album, Miracles in December, oh my god. Epic. That should be a classic. Right? And it reminds me, not to jump out of K-pop quickly, but NSYNC Christmas album Mm -hmm. is so freaking good. Like, a lot of people still listen to that and talk about it. Yes. (laughs) And that's what this reminds me of. That's what this reminds me of. It's kind of timeless. It's so good that you're going to listen to it years and years later. It's not just like a gimmick. That's exactly the word I was looking for. It's timeless. It's just beautiful. And I really miss EXO releases, or they used to release winter albums. 
And their winter albums are phenomenal. I didn't include a lot of it in my list because it's like, well, I don't know if this is necessarily a Christmas song, but they released winter albums and kind of this theme of snow and Christmas and all this stuff. To me, they're the kings of K-pop Christmas. I'm just obsessed, obsessed with their Christmas stuff. That's my heart, that's for sure. Right? What about like songs? Is it going to be your favorite song, EXO? Yeah, it is. It's that basically two songs on that album, which are Christmas mm-hmm. Day, which I played yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago for my song of the week, and Miracles yes, you in did. Those two songs are so, like you said, timeless, so Christmassy, so good. Miracles in December. It is so sad. But it's so (laughs) beautiful. And so pretty. It's so pretty. It captures like a little bit of melancholy around the holidays, a little bit of bitter sweetness. It's just a stunning song. And when they do the instrumental version on the album, oh my God, it is like... It's like a score out of a movie. It's just absolutely gorgeous. It's definitely one of my favorite ones. I mean, really that whole album I'm obsessed with. It's really good. It's so good. I like other Christmas EXO songs as well, (laughs) but that album's great. I love Miracles in December. I love What I Want for Christmas by EXO. I think that's fantastic. I know what I want for Christmas. (laughs) Girl, we're not there yet. BTS doesn't really have a lot of like Christmas releases, but I do consider Crystal Snow kind Mm -hmm. of a Christmas song that feels very Christmassy to me. And I like that song. So that's on my list. This year, the boys put out Christmassy, which I love. It's very cute. Very fun. I also always think of if we're going for the little bit of more serious or melancholy coming home by NCT. That's a great song that fits the vibe. But if I want to go for like a happier song that just gets me in the spirit, I'm going to go with The First Snow by EXO. I think it's like a really nice kind of traditional pop Christmas song and it just makes me happy and it feels like Christmas. So that would be my favorite, I I think, my favorite (laughs) Christmas K-pop song. Let's play a clip and get everyone in a festive Christmas mood. Okay, yay. about kings of christmas right mariah and the states yeah or i feel like the whole world everyone knows this mariah is the (laughs) queen of christmas we share the crown obviously i obviously i feel like exo should be the kings of christmas i'm saying it i said it there it is they are they are and there's so many like good songs and great christmas albums i think the ladies of k-pop have done a great job i mentioned girls generation iu has some really pretty songs from Girls Generation, Taeyeon, she has tons that are outstanding. But I will say I kept going back to the EXO Christmas stuff. And again, if you don't want every song to literally be like Christmas and with bells, they have all these winter albums that they release that are just phenomenal. Like the content that they've released on these winter albums, I think of Universe. That's one of my absolute favorite EXO songs. It's so, so beautiful. Maybe not traditional Christmas song, but 
they've just put out so many great songs around this time of year. Definitely the Kings of Christmas. Love, love, love. What about like all the variety shows and kind of K-pop Christmas moments? Which ones do you think about when that question comes up? Oh my goodness. Probably the biggest one that is on my list. Um, There's a couple, but I'm going to, I'll go back from last year. The BTS one last year, the Christmas medley they did. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Where it was JK did Oh Holy Night. (gasps) Stop. That's my favorite. Oh, right. (laughs) Right? Yeah. He basically holds a little girl's hand and walks her through all the scenes. And then Young and Yoongi did Jingle Bell Rock. And Jimin and June did Santa Claus is Coming to Town. And Jen and Hobie did Feliz Navidad. And then they all did Silent Night. And that little girl, we were all like, oh, my God, how lucky is that little girl? She gets to, like, hang out with all of them. (laughs) I mean, I'll be honest. I could do without her. That part didn't wow me. I'm just – I don't need – I don't need it. I don't need this little girl. She didn't bring anything to the table. She brought nothing to the table. And it was too, like, cute. Exactly. I'm not here for it. I'm here for it. If you you want, like, a cute kid, do a song about where you tell a story to your younger self that things are going to be okay, like Tay did with that little boy in the carousel. That was cute. That was cute. Like, that, I was like, oh, this was needed for this performance, and I like it. This, I didn't need them holding this little girl's hand, walking her around. Like, she's not doing anything. It was like like the nutcracker like she's sleeping and she wakes up and it's like a dream and jk yeah, like almost innocent. like a nutcracker you know like that's how i took it yeah i just like that part i wasn't like crazy <laughs> about that part to be honest but i will say yeah. i loved the beginning because john cook singing oh holy night right? is like oh. it's so pure and beautiful if he did such a great job on that song and then i loved at the end when they did silent night together talk about the tones of voices oh my god yes silent night does not get the credit it deserves it's a really beautiful christmas carol and when you sing it like that a little quieter yeah it's really it's really really beautiful so i loved that i thought that was like the best back in 2013 exo did an awesome special. They had a lot of fun on their Christmas special. And that always stands out to me. I love that special. It's fun. It's also just fun to kind of watch the V lives around this time of year. Mm -hmm. Because unfortunately, a lot of these guys don't get to go home and have Christmas with their families. So they're together and showing you what they're doing on Christmas. And it's a little bittersweet because I always think about that. I can't totally enjoy it because I'm like, oh, but you're not home with your parents and your brother and eh. But I like watching, you know, what they're up to and what, what, how they kind of view Christmas. It's interesting. And it's a reminder, even across the world, we have a lot of similarities with other people. Yeah. Another one that I loved, mm-hmm. Monster X singing All I Want for Christmas. Have you seen that? Yes. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> so cute. Oh, I love Melt my heart. Why don't you? <laughs> so cute. No, you're right. That's a really good. That was really, really good. I love that. I liked it when Blackpink did last Christmas and they were wearing yes. like the little Santa outfits from like Mean Girls. Oh my God, um, I love that. <laughs> Rose sounds so good in that. Oh my God, so good. She I thought she sounded <laughs> the best in that song. Oh, for sure. She came in and I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> There's just a lot. There's a lot of amazing Christmas content with K-pop, which, I mean, I don't know why we'd expect any less. They right. put out so much great stuff. 
every day. So yeah, there's just a lot of great content, K-pop Christmas content. And the more I got into it, I was surprised at how many good songs there are. There's a lot of really good original songs, maybe Christmas carols from Korea that we aren't familiar with. Because I kept seeing like the same song popping up on a lot of different albums. And I was like, oh, okay. That wasn't like their original. That was their version of it. Really cool. Just so much fun. I have a question for you, though. Um, We talked about our favorite moments, Christmas albums, songs. What about a Christmas wish for your idol? It's going to be a little cheesy, but I'm going to be cheesy. Honestly, I wish that they were allowed to be open and free about who they could be with without any kind of repercussion. It's just silly to me that they have to hide it or they're not allowed to, or people ridicule them or boycott them because of it. It's so ridiculous. Like everyone deserves to be in love. Everyone deserves to have love. Everyone deserves to experience it openly and freely without any risk of it. That shouldn't be a thing that you should have to apologize for. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's what I would wish for. Okay. I, I got a real depressing there for a second. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, well, there's a Christmas wish for charity to her favorite items. Okay. I guess I, we weren't expecting me to take it there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is a, this is a role reversal. <laughs> What's yours? All right. Well, on that note, um, I'm doing like really quickly individual for a few of my alts that what I thought like I wanted for them. So these are just like a short little wish for a few of my alts for Bacon. I just wish him nothing but success and joy, like all the happiness in the world from now until he has to enlist. I hope he goes into his enlistment really happy and healthy mentally and physically and is in a really good place. I just want the next few months to be like, super happy he gets everything he wants and feels okay about stepping away for a few years for jungkook i just want jungkook to continue to love himself feel good about who he is and you know confidently step into this destiny every time i watch their stuff he's constantly making kind of self-deprecating remarks and it's shocking to me like he doesn't realize how special his talent is he's not just good at this like he he's really really a talented guy so I just wish for him that he continues to love himself and love himself more, give himself more credit. Supermodel for Mods to X, Hyungwon. <laughs> My Christmas wish for Hyungwon is that he takes center stage more. Own center stage. Like he's so cool and chill. He's one of these really quietly confident guys and that's perfect. But when you're a performer, sometimes you have to say, wait a minute. I'm going into the spotlight. Like this is my moment and I'm not going to be in the back row every time. And I just, we see how powerful it is when he does that. I just wish more, 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 more of that for him. And last, I want to give a special Christmas wish to Chan from Stray Kids. I want Chan to fully realize the talent he has and attack the world with it. Like that cocky guy we saw on the mama stage, the COVID concert, That's the guy that's going to take Stray Kids to the next level. It's really going to push them to where they should be. My wish is for that. I want Chan front and center in everyone's face, aggressive. It's great to be the nice, cool guy that he is, and he's such a humble leader. But my Christmas wish is less of that and more of a superstar shining in the middle. (laughs) No shade. 
That's what I want for my guys. There's a lot of other ones, a lot of other biases. Sorry. Just, uh, you know, what I wish for everyone in the world is just health and happiness and love and joy, you know? Yeah. So everyone else, that's what just wishing a lot of positivity. Those are my specific wishes. Getting a little emo over here. Right. This is a special time. I made a, yeah. I made a real emo and then you like at least lined it a little bit. <laughs> Usually I'm the opposite. <laughs> you just made a cultural commentary for your Christmas wish. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, what about like, okay, uh, we mentioned a few songs. What's your favorite non-K-pop Christmas song? I have a list, obviously. My most favorite one, hands yeah. down, is the Christmas song by Nat King Cole. That's yeah. absolutely the epitome of my perfect Christmas song. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Right. Yeah. Ugh. Jack Frost sniffing at your nose. Yes. I also love White <laughs> Christmas by Bing Crosby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Last Christmas by Wham. Those are my top three. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> love. Uh, I'm only saying yes because my kind of non traditional ones, Last Christmas by Wham. Like, I. I love All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. I just feel tired of it at this point. It's just been played so much the past decade. I'm like, all right, it's kind of not my favorite. Wham! Last Christmas and Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC. Those are my favorite like (laughs) newer ones. And then my favorite traditional one is Oh Holy Night. I think that's just a really, really it's a beautiful song. So those are my like kind of favorite Christmas carols. What about movies? Do you have a favorite? I know you have a favorite Christmas movie. You're the queen of Christmas. I have so many. My absolute favorite. This is actually my favorite movie of all time, not just for Christmas, but it is a Christmas movie. It's Why You Were Sleeping with Sandra Bullock and Bill Pullman and Peter Gallagher. It's a cheesy romantic comedy. I love it Mm -hmm. so much. That's my favorite. Obviously, Home Alone 2 specifically. I do appreciate (laughs) Home Alone 1. But Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. I watch that one like at least four times every Christmas. What? Yes, oh my God. I you're like it. you're like all the K-pop guys of BTS. Yeah, BTS I, they I always know. bring up Home Alone when they're in New York. And you can tell the interviewers like, what? That's Home no. Alone 2. Home Alone 2. No, yes. It's the best. It's not the one that people reference the most. So you could, t- and especially like they always say it. They're like, Home Alone. And they do that thing where Kevin like yells and slaps his That's face. And I'm like, yeah. Exactly. That's why that's what I was saying. That's why there's confusion because they always reference Home Alone and that all, the, all these scenes from the first one, yeah. they always say like, we love New York, like Home Alone. <laughs> like yeah. you guys, yeah. it's Home Alone 2 Home Alone and too. The Pigeon Lady. And I do okay. love both of them, but I just, I think because I just love New York so much and I always have, mm-hmm. even when I was little, uh, yeah. I moved to New York. So it's just had a special place in my heart. And then National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, my other favorite. Okay. Okay. Wait, what do you like? Cheesy, but I I love Love Actually. Oh yeah, I love that one like, too. I love Love Actually. I think it's it's really well done, and it always makes me like cry, and I just absolutely adore it. Older movie that I watch every year, usually multiple times. I'll watch it by myself, then I watch it with my family. White Christmas. Oh, that's a good one too. Oh, I yeah. love. I love White Christmas. And when I was younger, I wasn't as into it. Like I was like, eh. and then as I got older, I really, really love it. You guys give it a chance. White Christmas is great. It's a really great movie. Obviously the song White Christmas came from it. Mm-hmm. 
It's a good one. And then I also watch A Christmas Story every single year. That's one I've watched every year. They like do a marathon of it mm-hmm. on a TV channel. And I watch that with my family as well. So those are probably my three favorites. You know, a random movie that I was really into when I was younger doesn't really fit something you watch when you're younger is It's a Wonderful Life. When I was like- Oh, that's a great movie. Yeah, I was obsessed with it. I think that fits when you're younger. Yeah, I think that's a a classic that everyone can get something from. I think it changes as you get older what you take from that movie. It's that's another one. If you haven't watched It's a Wonderful Life, it's a Please great do. story. Goodness, so yeah. Good. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's so good. So, so much good content around yeah, Christmas. It makes me so happy. Let us know what you guys like. Share what you're watching right now. You're listening to this. It's Christmas weekend. Let us know. Favorite songs, movies, anything you enjoy around this time of year. Let us know. Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, you can um, turn on the TV and enjoy a Christmas movie, I'm sure. So if there's any thoughts or opinions out there, anything we missed, any great ones that you can't believe we didn't bring up, especially like K-pop songs, did we miss a big one? Let us know. Yeah. (laughs) But I think before we move on from Christmas, because this segment is so much fun, it's quiz time, Charity. Quiz time. Quiz time. (laughs) (laughs) So this week, the quiz is Christmas-themed, of course. It'll be listed. The link is listed in the podcast you're listening to right now. If not, we have it on our Twitter, NYC K-Pop Queens. Please follow. Take the quiz. Let us know who you got. It's our favorite part of the week, I think, every week. We love seeing your responses. So this week, the quiz is Plan the Perfect Christmas Day. And I'll tell you which BTS member you will spend it with. Better be named June. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. First question, Charity. What time will you wake up and start your Christmas morning? 5 a.m., 7 a.m., 9 a.m., 11 a.m. I was too excited I stayed up all night or sometime in the afternoon. I'm an early bird on Christmas. Shocker. Uh, I, yeah, we get up around seven and have breakfast and stuff. Okay. What about you? Probably like 9.30 to 10. Mm-hmm. So I'll say nine. Who will you be spending your day with? No one. My pet. My friends. My family. My significant other. Or my grandparents. Always my family. Yeah, same. Me too. What time are you opening your presents? As soon as I wake up, after breakfast, once everyone's awake, after lunch, in the evening, or on Christmas Eve? We always do it after breakfast. What about you? Once everyone's awake. Yeah. 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 Everyone has to be awake downstairs, like sitting around the tree, and then we can start. (laughs) What does the first gift you open contain? CDs? Candy? A teddy bear or a book? Mm, I'm going to say CDs, music. I'm going to pick candy because I love candy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What present will you get next? Some stationery, sports gear, lights, like fairy lights, or beauty products? Beauty products. That's what I said too. What are you eating for lunch? Pasta, turkey, steak, ham, or chicken? Or something else. I think that's a choice too. Or something else. Sorry, I didn't see that. 
So this would be like for the big meal, I'm assuming. Yeah. We eat our big meal later. We do dinner, but uh, ham. Same. Yeah. My grandma always makes ham. Yeah. We used to do turkey and then it was like, it's, such, it's so much effort. And it's mm-hmm. so close to Thanksgiving. We switched to ham. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the plan for the afternoon? Go for a walk in the park, eat some leftovers, open some more presents, watch a film, work in a food bank for charity, or play charades and other games with family. So we usually go to my grandparents where we open more presents. So I would say open Lucky. more presents. <laughs> what do you do? Um, usually it's like playing with whatever we got, you know, kind mm-hmm. of tinkering with your new presents and showing each other and stuff and relaxing. So I think I'm going to say like play charades or other games with family. We play a lot of Yahtzee at my house, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to pick that. Okay. What's for dinner? Leftovers sandwiches, Christmas pudding, or I'm still full from lunch? Probably if you ate the big meal earlier, probably just like leftovers and picking a stuff. So I'll say that. Yeah, same. Okay. And finally, what film do you watch to end the best day ever? Home Alone, Elf, The Grinch, Love Actually, Nativity, or The Nightmare Before Christmas? Gonna go with Home Alone. I'm gonna go with Love Actually. Who'd you get? I got your man. I got Jungkook. <gasps> <laughs> he's coming to my Christmas, Emily. Tell him well, to send them June. He's not coming to your Christmas because I also got Jungkook and he'll be spending Christmas with me. So uh, we, we had some different answers too. Yeah. So clearly this quiz, you all have to help us. Let us know if anyone doesn't get Jungkook out there. Again, it's posted in the link. It'll be posted on our Twitter, NYC K-Pop Queens. Let us know there's another possibility because we had some different answers there. So (laughs) yeah, come on, guys. Come on. Not happy with this quiz BuzzFeed, but I'll let it pass because it's Christmas. I mean, I'm happy with it because I do want to spend Christmas with John Cook. So it's fine. It was a good quiz and I loved it. Perfect. Thank you, BuzzFeed. Perfect (laughs) quiz. Okay. That was super fun. Please take the quiz with us. Merry Christmas to everybody listening. Speaking of Christmas, before we move on, on Twitter this week, we asked, would you rather spend New Year's or Christmas with your bias? Charity, guess what the answer was? Christmas. Completely tied. (gasps) Yeah, and we had a really good number of votes, and we're 50-50, so it's the most equal vote. Yeah, Christmas or New Year's. I can see it both ways, though. It's great to spend Christmas together, but I actually really like to be with my family on Christmas. Mm. On New Year's, I'd much rather be with boyfriends and friends and everything else. So I think I would actually pick New Year's. I'd pick New Year's. You would pick Christmas? Yeah, I just love it so much. Can I both? <laughs> no, no. Nope. You don't get to see my New Year's now. No New Year's kiss for you. I'm starting the New Year with my bias. Perfect. No, I'm just kidding. Thank you all so much for voting. We always appreciate it. Again, follow us if you're not already NYC K-pop queens. But let's move on to some K-pop news. So we mentioned that Bacon finally announced his concert. It's January 3rd. There was another huge concert announced this week. Not a lot of timing to get ready for this, but it's a great Christmas gift to all of us. NCT, they're doing a Beyond Live concert. 
And what's so exciting, it's all 23 of them. And they're going to be doing songs spanning from 2016 until now. And they said they're doing songs they've never performed. So we're going to get Nectar by Wavy. Like we're getting fed with this concert. I just want to say thank you in advance for them giving us this amazing Christmas gift. Thank you. You know, it's Christmas weekend, a lot of downtime and relaxation. At least that's how, how it works for me. So of course I'll be watching. And then the following weekend, we have bacon. So like two of my favorites, it's really, really exciting. So we asked you guys which one you were more excited about. And again, this was super, super close. It was 52% to 48% NCT. So I feel like the Queendom, sometimes we're kind of opposite, but usually the Queendom vibes with us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're like us. One of our friends said, can I pick both? And I'm like, yes, girl, I feel you. (laughs) I feel you. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for both of them. And luckily, it's not the same weekend. Speaking of this weekend, though, the 27th, there was another concert that was really highly anticipated. We were so looking forward to it. And unfortunately, it's been postponed. We're talking about Blackpink. That announcement came out that they have rescheduled their virtual concert from December 27th to January 31st. So that's a long time. It's not a couple weeks. They really are. It's over a month away. And I saw things kind of saying COVID and stuff of that nature, but it just, it feels a little weird because when they announced it, it's, they just announced this. It's not like they announced it three months ago and now COVID's having a resurgence and things are crazy they announced it and then like two weeks later said they're rescheduling. So I feel like they just, something didn't come together quick enough and they could kind of see they weren't going to be ready to put on the kind of show they wanted is my guess. Um, Who knows? For sure. Yeah. Right. It just feels a little like, wait, what? You just announced this. Why are we postponing? Mm -hmm. But the good news is NCT is going to be doing an amazing show that night now It'll be, I believe, 1 a.m. our time on the East Coast in the United States. So another late night. I'm here for it. I'll be up on Saturday. (laughs) Our friends Cravity announced a comeback, their official comeback, January 19th. You know, they had a great year, and I feel like Treasure just kind of slid in and stole a little bit of their thunder. So I'm excited to see them, what their next move will be, you know? Like... It'll be really interesting to see what they do because they're great. They're very talented. I think they're super likable. Like as people, I'm rooting for them. Mm-hmm. So it'll be really cool. I'm I'm excited for that. We're going to have so much to talk about in January. We know Super Junior is coming back. So exciting. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. So whew, we're ready for that. Other news. Oh, our it boy, our Hyunjin. Hyunjin released a song. Oh my goodness. And a music video, an accompanying music video. And it's so beautiful. It's called Baby Star. And it's about his dog that passed away. And the music video, it has all this stuff like from the dog's point of view, like chasing him around. And then he's sitting there by a Christmas tree, just like playing with toys with no dog there. Just devastating. Just absolutely devastating. What stood out for me the most with this was you know, Hyunjin is used as a rapper in Stray Kids most of the time. He can sing. Yeah, it's beautiful so voice. beautiful. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's like another Jackson where mm-hmm. in his specific group, his role is this. 
but as a solo, he can do this and has this really unique, interesting voice. So I thought it was phenomenal and amazing. And I love, love how he's so obsessed with his dogs. Yeah. Like that long haired Chihuahua, Kami. Ugh, I love him so much. But this was for Kamo, his brother who died. So it's very sad. I, ugh, dogs should never die. No, I know. Like, nope, 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 nope. Really sad, but I just, I love that he did it. I mean, can Hyunjin be more likable at this point? Right? Like, he just has every side to him. <laughs> we see the like badass warrior, the amazing performer, the gorgeous dancer, the shy guy i mean everything he just has so so much to offer loved it in other news sorry to bring the vibe down guys but (laughs) well it was a good song we have to give him his flowers spotify announced plans to launch in korea finally that's yeah that's great news hopefully more of our korean friends will be able to listen to us directly through spotify not have to find us through outside apps but we're available you know in a lot of different directories so it's not a huge problem but it's a lot easier for content creators like us and it will also be easier for the charts i think Mm -hmm. spotify kind of worldwide instead of so segmented so that's exciting that's exciting for korea when spotify came out i was like i don't need that i don't want that like i have my own music on my itunes you know i was very much me too not into Spotify. Mm-hmm. I, I was elated after that. that for sure. Yeah. And then I got it and immediately was like, oh, this is amazing. I'm never going back. I understand because everyone kept saying, but you don't buy albums. You just pay a subscription fee. And I'm like, no, but I want to buy albums. I want to give my favorites mm-hmm. money. And I still do both, to be quite honest, because yeah. streaming counts, but not as much as actually buying an album. So I do both. But Spotify is great for listening to podcasts or any song you can think of, just pulling it up and listening to it at that moment. It's fun to make playlists. Speaking of playlists, we do playlists for every single episode. If you want to hear our song, you go, wait, what Cat Stevens song? What are they talking about with that twice reference? It'll be on our playlist. We do playlists for every episode, every song that we've referenced. You have to look us up. It's not connected to the podcast. So Spotify isn't perfect yet. So you have to look us up, NYC K-pop Queens, go to Profiles. And you'll see us. And then all of our playlists are listed. We also post them on our Instagram and Twitter, NYC K-pop Queens. Charity, let's get to our songs of the week. I'll go first because my song we've already talked about. I don't know if yours are the same, but this was the song I kept coming back to. I was very close to doing Miracles in December because I love the depressing (laughs) vibe. But I decided to keep it a little happier for Christmas so my song of the week is The First Snow by EXO. It's a good song. It's it's amazing. We already listened to it, so we don't have to play a clip. But yeah. Mine is Lonely Christmas by Monsta X. <gasps> and look at you going dark. I know. I know. But I love them. I love them so much. And it's such a, oh, it's such a pretty song. The roles have reversed, ladies and gentlemen. I know. Emily's the happy. <laughs> Emily is happy over here, just happy and full of joy. Charity is dark and depressing. Hmm, right? Surprise, surprise. I know. Twist. There's a Christmas twist <laughs> a in this Christmas episode. Twist. 
<laughs> you bought Bam Bam Fizzled. I'm the happy we one. Swapped. <laughs> Charities are for their lonely Christmas song of the week on Christmas Eve. All right. No, it's mostly because it's so pretty, and I just love Monster X so much. And I love when Show News like Happy Christmas. Oh. I love it. Happy because it's lonely. That's why you all like it. <laughs> um, no, I, I know the song. It is a great song. Let's listen to a clip okay. so everyone can hear what you're talking about. Oh, happy Christmas. song and i'm happy that monster x was included in the conversation you know talk about giving people their flowers monster x is so amazing and i don't think they'll ever they'll never get enough credit for everything they've done so yeah we'll take any opportunity we can to hype up our boys great pick charity christmas episode thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you everyone for listening seriously Talk about being grateful at Christmas. We're really, really, really grateful for our queendom and our listeners. We genuinely love and appreciate you guys so much. This is so much fun for us. And to have people welcoming us into their lives and listening to us talk every week, it's really humbling. And we're super, super grateful. We talk about it all the time. So thank you all so, so much for listening. I want to send out a lot of love and a huge Merry Christmas to all of you. You know, Christmas can not be kind of maybe not the best time for some people. Some people love it. For those of you who are alone or going through a tough time, this was a tough year. So this could be the first Christmas without someone. This could be the first Christmas you didn't get to spend with your family. We just want to send you a big virtual hug and a lot of love and say Merry Christmas to you. Things are are different. And unfortunately, that's... Part of life is, you know, the only thing constant is change. So mm-hmm. sometimes that's hard on traditions and holidays and things like that. I think that's why it can be such a tough time for people. So we get it. We want to send a lot of love to you as well. Hopefully we brought a little bit of Christmas joy into your lives tonight or whenever you're listening to this. We love you. We're so grateful for you. And Our Christmas wish is for you guys to be happy, for you guys to thrive in whatever you're doing in life and continue to grow with us um, in this wonderful K-pop community. We wish you love and blessings. 
be kind, be grateful. Let's have an awesome end to 2020. We're almost there, 2021. <laughs> We're getting there. I think that's it, Charity. I think we we had a fun Christmas show. I, I feel the Christmas love, Christmas spirit. Yes. I'm going to go drink some hot chocolate and stare at some Christmas lights. Have a <laughs> relaxing evening. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.